Good morning, and welcome to Lopes on Movies. My name is Joey Lopes, and today is going to be a big surprise for you guys, because it's been a long time since I've said this. Today, I am joined by Kyle. Hey, good morning. And Mark. Hello. This is a rare Connorless episode. We haven't had a Connorless episode in months, maybe years. years. Decades. Uh, well, that's not entirely true. I know I did an episode by myself at some point. By Millennia. <laughs> ago, I don't know. But still, this is a pretty rare occurrence to have you know the whole gang except for Connor back together. You know what I mean? Have we yeah. ever done this combo before? Uh, yeah, we must have, right? Definitely. Like, there's, there's no, there's no chance no, that we no, have. No, no, we, we've yeah, done this. probably. I, I yeah. just, I can't remember off the top of my head what it would have been, but I feel like we must have done this combo before. Uh, but man, what what a movie no, to talk about look. today with this combo, right? Like, oh I mean, yeah, I, I feel like oh, we, yeah. we we are really in our element here um, with this this gang. But of course, before <laughs> we talk about that, uh, let's talk about uh, the great. Creedence Clearwater Revival, incredible band uh, from the 1960s. Um, I, okay, there's a reason I'm bringing this up. I, I know, I know that you're you're confused and angry with me, both of you. Um, I'm only angry. <laughs> this you. on us. <laughs> just, you know, just killing time. <laughs> no, no big deal. Uh, but not really. So there's this. Uh, you, you know, I, I'm a person who enjoys a good documentary from time to time, right? And there's a. Uh, a documentary on the time the Creedence Clearwater Revival, the, the classic, you know, kind of roots rock band from the late 60s, early 70s, went on tour in England and played the Royal Albert Hall. Apparently this footage was like, you know, not really seen much until today. And they just released a documentary about it on Netflix, which is like 30 minutes of Jeff Bridges, because of course it's Jeff Bridges talking about CCR, doing a like kind of overview of their career a little bit followed by just the entire concert filmed and concert footage. Um, and it owns because, mm -hmm. like, you know, as as anybody with taste will tell you, uh, CCR, definitely top five. Um, I don't know, top five of what? I don't know. But definitely, definitely top five of something. Sure, top uh, five. Yeah, definitely top five something. Uh, so I, I would strongly recommend this if you're into, you know, hearing, hearing good music. And uh, you know, having a good time with uh, you know, with, with a good band from from a good era of music, <laughs> but that's uh, that's neither here nor there. Well, it's kind of here, but fantastic. Know, maybe maybe a little there. here, not a lot of there. No, uh, but anyway, I I just wanted to bring that up. I felt like there was no other time to bring it up. You know, it's it just it just dropped on Netflix like last week or something. So if I waited a week, it would have been too late. It, I got I just got to get it out of the way. So there's that. We wash our hands of this one. Now it's time to talk about the movie event of, uh, I guess it's not the, <laughs> it's not of, the summer anymore. September, I was going to say the summer, but it's almost October. September 23rd to 26th <laughs> weekend is the movie event. <laughs> it's, oh, the yeah. first, it's the first blockbuster of the fall. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh. Yeah, no. Okay, I'm going to... This is a movie that should be getting a wide release but is getting like an art house tier yeah. release. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, when you brought it up and you had said that the closest theater was a half hour away, I was like, oh man, it's going to be some weird art house movie. And it's just a 
Well, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. So the, there's the, there's an art house in this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Good. That, that's a good one. Thank that you. It's a good one, Kyle. It's a good bit. Anyway, um, yeah. So the, the this is just you know the modern Hollywood impression that that you get. You know, all these studio executives think. You know, the only movies that you can put in theaters anymore are big blockbusters or else, you know, they'll, they'll bomb and nobody will see them, um, which may or may not be true. Like, it, it may be true. It may not be true. The point is, like, you know, even even as much as 10 years ago, a movie like this would have played wide and did fairly oh, yeah. well, I think. Um, but, you know, we're not in that world anymore now. These These kinds of movies get maybe a tiny theatrical release and then get released straight to video. You know, it's uh, it's heartbreaking, really. But we're we're here to to champion. Uh, I was gonna say the little guy, but this really like this is not a little. You guy. You can't even call it that either. I don't, I don't know no. what to call it, man. It's just so weird that these like just kind of middle brow movies for adults. This is this just is don't have mid- an audience anymore. Middle brow comedy movies, <laughs> yeah. like the most standard thing of the past. I don't know, like from five, even five years ago, and then back. For decades and decades, this is just like bread and butter yeah, kind of. Exactly. We didn't even say what it was. It's a mid-budget comedy, Fletch. It's called Confess Fletch, baby. We're talking Confess Fletch. Um, yeah. You you may have heard of Confess Fletch. You may not have heard of Confess Fletch. Um, you may have heard of Fletch in general because there were two Fletch movies starring Chevy Chase from you know way back in the ye old days. Um. But of course, I haven't seen those movies. I'm sure you guys have not seen those movies. Nope. Um, the Fletch character is a character from a, a series of novels. Uh, my my impression of these novels is that they're kind of just like one-off stories featuring the same character. This this guy Fletch is you know the former investigative reporter or something, and now he like kind of does odd jobs on the side for investigation. You know, like, basically like mystery type novels and stuff. So mm-hmm. he's this this established character, and they've made movies of him now three times. For the first two being with Chevy Chase, which the impression I get of those movies is that they're very much like bending the Fletch character to fit the Chevy Chase persona. Um, whereas this Confess Fletch was more of an effort to sort of capture the spirit of the character from the book a little bit more strongly. Um, and of course, it's now Fletch is played by the great John Hamm, uh, hmm. who is one of those actors who you are always happy to see in any movie that he shows up in. Most recently, he was, you know, the the, the guy that just wouldn't give Tom Cruise a break in Top Gun Maverick. One of my favorite <laughs> kinds of characters in movies. <laughs> um, but I feel like John Hamm should be a bigger star. You know, he's one of like, after Mad Men. It's like. So many of his roles have just been like like that in in you know Top Gun Maverick, which he's great at. Like he plays a a great you know stick in the mud. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He, this this is a good starring vehicle for John Hamm. I feel like it's it's good to see him as a character like Fletch. But anyway, uh, how about we talk about the movie a little bit? Kyle, please give us a synopsis of Confess Fletch. Okay. After becoming the prime suspect in multiple. Multiple murders. What? That's wrong, right? Okay. Okay. I don't, <laughs> there's only, I don't there's remember. There's one murder. <laughs> there's only one murder. Movie. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Uh, okay. Fletch strives <laughs> to prove his innocence while simultaneously searching for his fiance's stolen art collection. Even the actual 
people that write the summaries didn't watch the movie because it's his girlfriend, <laughs> not his fiance. All of That's it's true. wrong. That's Listen, true. All of it's Listen, wrong. No one saw this movie. We can't get mad <laughs> at them. That entire thing is wrong. <laughs> I love IMDb, uh, dude. Yeah, they're always the best. <laughs> Uh, anyway, this movie stars John Hamm, Lorenza Izzo as the fiancé, and the great Kyle McLaughlin. Oh, I'm so happy to name? see him. Just no, Kyle McLaughlin. You know, McLaughlin, yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah, he's not the great. He doesn't, he doesn't get to have that title. He doesn't? No, no, no. Well, he should. I, yeah, I, but I was, as when as I, I saw know, him in this movie, I was, I was popping off. I was excited. <laughs> that was like, yes! He doesn't officially... He wasn't knighted or anything. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah it doesn't say that on IMDb, so, yeah. you know. What can we go by? Uh, <laughs> and it was directed by Greg Matola. Yeah, Greg Matola. You know that, that guy. Well, you should know that guy if you don't know that guy. Um, or at least you've, you've definitely seen at least one Greg Matola movie, which is super bad. Yes. Um, mm. But there, he's done other things. He's, he's been around for a while, and I feel like he's, he's one of those, like, uh, I want to say middle-brow art house directors, if that makes sense. <laughs> Like like a movie like Superbad had tons and tons of appeal, but there's also like clearly a some kind of art brain behind it as well. It's not just like a dumb comedy. Yeah. So like there's there's a that that's sort of where his his world at least to me that's what it always felt. Like. He also did that movie Adventureland. Is that what it was called? Yeah, Adventureland. With Jesse Eisenberg. Apparently he did Paul too. Oh wow! Oh, he did, he did Paul. Yeah. I, this I've I've heard reference to the movie Paul far too many times in the past couple of months for for a movie like Paul. <laughs> I feel like Paul is a movie you should once every twenty years hear mentioned once in passing by somebody. Maybe it's because of all the UFO stuff lately. Maybe yeah, maybe, maybe that's what. It is. If you remember the movie Paul with, uh, uh, why am I remembering Nick Frost first? Before yeah, Simon Pegg, Simon Pegg, Simon <laughs> Nick Frost, Simon Pegg, and a little alien guy. Um, then you know, good for you that you remember Paul. I almost forgot Paul. Anyway, we're t- here to talk about Confess Fletch. Yeah. Uh, well, how about we uh, we well, let's 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 start with Kyle. What what did you think of Fletch? Well, I enjoyed Fletch, but I had no idea what Fletch was going to be going into it. Mm-hmm. I thought this was just gonna be some like, cause I had, I've heard of the old movies, but like I had no idea this was anything to do with that. Mm-hmm. So I, based off the poster for Confess Flesh, <laughs> I thought this was gonna be like Ernest solves a murder or something like that, <laughs> where John Hamm just plays like a bumbling idiot for an hour and a half and somehow fixes everything. So I was a little surprised by what. I ended up getting, but okay. I did enjoy it a lot. <laughs> I really love your impression based on the poster because he's making like a really dumb mugging. It's face a really dumb face, but it's it's a great I mean, face. But it's it's a dumb face. You're not that far off. Yeah, I mean, he's not like a bumbling idiot though. Like, yeah, that's what I kind of thought he would be. He's a goon, no, yeah. but he's not like he's not stupid. He's a he's a generally yeah. smart guy. I feel like he's a smart he's guy not, who's kind of yeah. stupid. If that makes yeah. sense, he he's uh. Yeah, but what about you, Mark? Where, where where are you at on Fletch? I I think this is the kind of thing that it would have been like. Yeah, I enjoyed that in theaters, and it would have been like, yep, okay, that was a reasonably good use of what was it, two hours? Not even. Yeah, uh, but a with nice this, it's like movie. when it when it's been so long since there's just like 
even a nut like yeah, I wouldn't call it a nothing comedy, but like, you know, a very standard comedy like this, that it's almost refreshing to get that in this day and age. It's yeah. weird to be saying that, but I would say even just judging from the room, like this isn't the funniest movie ever. It's not the best or anything, but it was enjoyable. And it's one of those things that it's just sad that this isn't just bread and butter anymore, like we used that term before. Mm -hmm. And I think these play a lot better in a full theater than they do even in a home theater. You actually do lose something by not having that, no, <clears throat> that totally one agree. person who would be in the back laughing at every single joke, mm -hmm. even if it's terrible and it it just kind of falls flat otherwise. Because that in itself is part of the overall experience of one of these comedy movies. Yeah. Especially when it's not one that would be something that you would go out of your way to see otherwise, you know? Yeah. This is the kind of thing that you'd watch on release and have a nice enough time. Yeah, I think the... Uh, the Maybe the problem with these kinds of movies generally in the landscape of movies today is that I feel like back, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever, the people would just go to the movies just to go to the movies a lot more often than they do today. Where it's like, I just want to, I, I want to do something tonight. I'm going to go to the movies. I'll see what's playing. And then they would just kind of happen upon this. It's like, oh, that seems like fun. But nowadays it feels like just to get people out of their house, it's like a big yep. struggle. So yep. like no one like is going to see this and feel like oh I have to go to the movies to see Confess Fletch. It it mm -hmm. was it's a movie that's designed for people that were just looking for a thing to do with their you know evening and then they go to see this, they have a good time and whatever and you know it's it's, it's uh, to me that's such a important part of the uh the, the former movie industry and without it it leaves these kinds of movies kind of out to dry a little bit. Um but like the alternative is like this kind of thing being like a you know limited series on Hulu or something which would just be terrible it's not <laughs> yeah you it's know? such a hard thing to find where this ought to live nowadays cuz yeah. there's no reason there shouldn't be these like you know mid-range comedy movies but i don't like you said i i don't think it plays as well to just a small home audience mm -hmm. and I don't see where it could go otherwise, and that's sad. Yeah. Because it's a nice little thing to have. Yeah, it's it like, absolutely is. Yeah. yeah. But we wouldn't have gone a half hour or however it long. Yeah, it right. Was. Like if it, if it was just playing down the street, I would have went. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I mean, and yeah. That would have probably been an empty theater. It probably would have been, yeah, which is a shame. You know, it just, it just breaks my heart that, that a, a nice little movie like Confess Fletch. Just they, they don't they don't think it has an audience and maybe it doesn't you know maybe we're 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 past this as a as a culture but we shouldn't be because you know I'm, I I I think a movie like this is is a great time at the movies it's perfectly fun I mean I mm. I was like long before we started watching this movie I was totally bought in just uh, I saw the poster and I was like all right yeah even if I hate this I loved it uh, <laughs> <laughs> luckily I didn't hate it. Uh, but I, 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 I was kind of bought in the, right from the introduction of the Fletch character. I just like, he, he, he's, he's in a rented Airbnb and he, or basically like an Airbnb type situation. 
and he goes downstairs and discovers a dead body and the we don't see his face until he like kind of bends down over the body and the, the camera pans up or tilts up and he's just like this wearing like this super dopey Lakers hat <laughs> <laughs> this is in the character introduction. It's like, who is this guy? And that's how we're introduced to this main character, Fletch. I was like, all right, I love this guy. <laughs> I'm all about this guy. Um, then he like he instead of calling like nine one one, I think he calls the police department directly just yep. to say that a murder has happened, and they get all mad at him. It's like, if there's a murder, please call nine one one. It's just like, what what are you doing? Um. And then, and then the, the movie kind of kicks off from there. It, it's just like a mystery movie, you know? It's like a mystery comedy. And there's, I, I feel like Ham is really good in it. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, like, I, this is one of those movies where it, it would definitely benefit from having, like, a bigger audience where there's enough people that'll even laugh at the jokes that don't land. Because there's certainly yep. jokes that don't land. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we all watch it together down, down here in the basement. And it... Like when one of the jokes doesn't land, it just lands with a thud because none of us laugh, and it's like, oh, yep. ooh, there's no one to pick up and, <laughs> you know? and like, yeah, yeah. it just like it, it, it's help. brutal. But the ones that do land, like we were cracking there's up, some good stuff. right? So yeah. like, it, it's it it feels like it's just kind of a bummer that it, it has to be experienced this way. And yeah. I do think that in general, one of the strong parts of this movies is just him playing off of all the weird rest of the cast oh yeah yeah. he does a very good job chemistry wise with basically everybody else in the movie Mm -hmm. which is so required for this yeah to be anything at all yeah um so even when it's not like actually funny or or like you know laugh out loud stuff it's at least amusing for the most part uh Mm -hmm. because almost all the characters are very fun Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. There were a couple of bits that were very good, <laughs> but mostly because they just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everything to do with Kyle McLaughlin is just great. Oh, yeah. But oh, I just that's love that to be expected. Yeah. He's playing a germaphobic art dealer guy. Um, and he, he's, he's the very strange character because he's not like just neurotic. He oscillates between that and being like an EDM head. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that sort of dichotomy really makes him more interesting than you would have expected that (laughs) character to like that stock character. Yeah. Feels way different because of that. And plus (laughs) his performance is really great. So it all helps. It's great. Yeah. I mean, this is just like, this is one of those movies that lives or dies by the supporting cast of weirdos. And like, there's just so many good weirdos in this movie that all have their own very distinct personality. And seeing Fletch kind of interact with each of them in a different way is is very entertaining. I want to I want to ask you a question, Kyle. So you know, yeah. uh, Lorenza Izzo, who plays mm-hmm. his girlfriend, um, I I haven't seen her in a lot of movies. But do you know the movie I'm thinking of that she was in, like, probably six or seven years ago? Uh, Anything coming to mind? Ooh. She did look very familiar, but mm-hmm. I honestly can't, like, attach her okay. to any individual You'll know it when movie. I say it. Okay. That, you remember that Eli Roth directed Keanu Reeves' movie Knock Knock? 
Oh, the, the one where uh, Keanu gets tempted by yeah, two te- young ladies. Yes, tempted by two young ladies who come yeah, to of the Yeah, I'll never forget that movie. I'm a good father. That was in my favorite movie trailer of all time. Um, so it was her and Anna de Armas. Oh, wow. So I just like, whenever I, I see Lorenzo Izzo now, it's like, man, it's like between the two of them, Anna de Armas just kind of took off, you know? Just out of yeah. nowhere, she she is like one of the biggest stars on the planet right now. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Lorenzo Izzo is just, you know, acting opposite John Hammond, Confess Fletch. But she's great. <laughs> like, she's, she's hey, a very don't, entertaining don't character. Don't talk down to her. That's, this is no, a great she's, role. She's great. I, I, th- I think yeah, so. she she, she's great in the movie. Um, there's, there's a great uh, neighbor of the person like who, who Ham's, Ham is staying, this person's yes. uh, apartment. That, that person's neighbor is is a... It is a mess. Uh, <laughs> at one point, she invites Ham to talk. You know, I guess I should say Fletch rather than John Ham. They uh, to talk in her place, and her apartment is a disaster. And she's like seconds away from like <laughs> she's like chopping something with a knife, and she like cuts yeah. her hand, and like she she gets lit on fire at one point. She's just completely oblivious. It's <laughs> like, there's a lot of like good scenes in this movie of just like kind of unexpected chaos just starts happening mm-hmm. you know what i mean and like yeah. all, all, yeah, all exactly. the characters are just kind of like this you know depending on who's there just trying to mitigate like this increasingly terrible situation that just keeps getting more and more wild um which is always a fun dynamic to me in movies uh so that's some of they the kind good of stuff, trade you know? roles too it's not always the same character like You'd think Fletch would just be the guy escalating every single time, but sometimes he trades off to be the straight man. Which yeah, yeah, it's kind of nice. His character works in both ways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dynamic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just uh, just some solid stuff. I mean, we, like like we said, it's bread and butter. You know, this is like this is that 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 kind of easy, you know, breezy movie that mm-hmm. is is such a, a a lovely thing to watch sometimes. So yeah, I mean, to me, it's a it's an easy recommendation. It's just how do you find it? I think that it's going to be in, in like a month or something. It's just going to be on on one of the streaming services. You won't have to rent it anymore. Um, but you can, you can rent it right now just for like on demand on pretty much any service. Uh, if you wanted to just you know have a movie night with some of your friends, which is what we did. Um, get but, the boys man, together, watch yeah. Confess Fletch. Yeah, get, get yeah, the boys together some for some Fletch. Fletch, man. It's like it. But the thing, like we we joke about that because it sounds so ridiculous, and it is completely <laughs> ridiculous. But it has nothing to do with the quality of the movie. Oh, not it at just, all. It's just it feels like such a weird thing to do, you know? <laughs> like, it just feels like this This is not what you're supposed to do with a movie like this. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's such a weird time for for movies and distribution and, and the way that people consume movies that we're, we're at a point now where the most excited I can be for a movie is you know having the boys over to to watch confess fletch to be fair your setup downstairs is ridiculously good (laughs) far and away better than most people's yeah yeah it's like i wonder how much the home theater setup has just superseded the movie experience for a lot of people yeah but a lot of people don't bother actually getting their home theater set up to anywhere close to being in the same ballpark. Yeah. I mean, like, I, my, my whole thing was I wanted it to feel like, as much as possible, feel like the experience of watching a movie in a theater without the audience, but still, like, you know, as, as close as you can get, whereas, 
Like, could you imagine watching this like on on TV, like just on like a little no. TV in the living room? Like, it would feel like you're watching it on TBS or something. It which, would be so. Yeah, it's just dead oh, it's so sad. Yeah. You know? But yeah, that's that's uh, I, I I don't know. Like, what what do you do with a movie like this? Like, I'm glad that that like I'm pretty sure that like John Hamm was just really passionate about it and like kind of bankrolled like the last couple of days of shooting. Like, he took yeah. some out of his salary and stuff. Um, so the director Greg Matola, it's like we just want to make a movie like this, man. Like they don't make movies like this anymore. Like, uh-huh. We're just interested in doing it, you know. And I, I, I have a lot of respect for that because, yeah, it just it feels like something that would we would be healthier as a culture if we got more stuff like Confess Fletch regularly, like we used to. Because then mm-hmm. I wouldn't, ha- I wouldn't feel like I had to see it, you know. Like yeah. it, it would just be like a thing that, like, if I wanted to, I could. But today, it's like we this feels spoiled. so vital. You know? <laughs> yeah, there there were dozens of movies like this coming out every other year. Yeah. Even even a decade ago and now it's like this is this is what would you call it? It's like from another era. Yeah, it's like we we all, we, we I feel like the reviews for this have been like fine. Like it, it's a good movie, but like it, it almost feels like everybody is just like like, oh my God, you have to see Confess Fletch because it's like, what else are we going to see? It's like, we're starved <laughs> yeah. out here, man. Like, we're all talking about Confess Fletch like it's the greatest movie of all time because we're just like looking for anything like this in, uh, in movie theaters. So, yeah, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what else to say. It's just kind of a shame that, uh, that that's where we're at. But Confess yeah. Fletch is good. You know, I, I, good movie. Yeah, I would strongly recommend you know, checking it out. Like we said, you know, there there are jokes that land, there are jokes that that don't land. It's it's hit or miss. Um, but the the stuff that lands lands real hard. John Hamm's really good in the movie. Um, yeah, I mean, any, any final thoughts from you guys? I think I've said everything I thought of. What about you, Kyle, you got you got any uh, closing thoughts? Uh, go see Confess Fletch. Wow, that's all I got. It's more of a command than a thought. Kyle has uh, demanded you. I think you should go see Confess Fletch. <laughs> okay. If confess I have fetch. to confess, no. I'd say go see Confess Fletch. And oh my god. Go, go to this your is hard, couch. This is hard to say. <laughs> Find it on a streaming service yeah. here, and rent it. Here, here's, my, here's my like true review of Confess Fletch. Oh no. I would have driven an hour to see Confess Fletch. <laughs> Okay. Both ways. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you for for that review, Kyle. It's worth the drive. I mean, come I on, mean, don't put it to you that way. Don't you guys want to know what Fletch did? Like what what he's got to confess about? Like I wanted to know. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Uh, that's that's uh, I, I had to know what what did Fletch yeah. do? You know, it's he's got to confess. Um, oh yeah. Well, anyway, that's all I got. Everybody have a lovely morning, and we will see you next week. <laughs>